Hi, my name is Josh. I'm a college student studying computer science, and I wanted to make a podcast. I listen to podcasts more than normal music, and I was recently inspired to start doing one myself. I love sharing what I do with others, and weirdly enough, like five strangers in my life have told me I should do a podcast. So why not? It'll give me the chance to talk about my passion, to create amazing things with computers. I used that line in my college entry essay, and I got close to a full ride. So if it worked on them, I hope it'll work on you. What you're listening to right now will be basically a trailer for the Double Dispatch podcast, and give me a chance to explain to you, as well as myself, what it's about. First, let's see if you really want to listen to me for that long, so I'll talk a bit more about myself to give you an idea about how I'm approaching this. But then I'm done, I promise. I'm a guy that loves to tinker with anything I find interesting. I've modded items into Minecraft, I've coded in a lot of languages from Python to TypeScript, academically and professionally. I'm rendered 3D animations in Blender. You should check out my most popular video, Bubber Ducky Animated, if you're curious. I've made games on itch.io. I love the Godot game engine, and I am super stoked for 4.0 to be released. I've been tinkering on a Dwarf Fortress clone to learn about systems and game design. Not really to release, but mainly a personal project that I have fun sharing with others. That's probably going to be the next episode in this podcast, which will be about A-star pathfinding. I'm so proud I made that algorithm work in my game, and I want to brag about it. It might be hard to do audibly, but I'll give it my best shot. Probably we'll have a companion video of some kind to go with it. Oh, maybe a companion Godot project that you can install and run yourself. Yeah, that sounds good. If you couldn't tell already, I'm basically going to release podcast episodes about whatever I find interesting whenever I feel like it. I don't have a huge plan or set schedule or anything. I'll talk more about my current plans for Double Dispatch later. If you don't enjoy learning about software, this might not be the podcast for you. No hard feelings. Just let me autoplay as you fall asleep. That way we're both happy. Let's talk about what Double Dispatch means and why I wanted to use that name for this podcast. I first heard of the term Double Dispatch in my software design class last year, and without even paying attention to its meaning, I thought, wow, that is an amazing name for a podcast. What it actually represents is a software design pattern. These are common and useful implementations of code to accomplish a complicated task. If you're not thinking far ahead in development, it's very common to just brute force a solution that might work, but it makes changing or adding features miserable. The good news is that for decades, programmers have ran into these issues and told everyone about these patterns to make software design that much easier. I like how Wikipedia puts it, that design patterns may be viewed as a structured approach to computer programming, intermediate between the levels of a programming paradigm and a concrete algorithm. A programming language has a lot of simple, obvious commands like addition and multiplication. But if I want to say design a framework for UI that is going to be used in multiple operating systems that all have different requirements and interfaces, I need a more logical, abstract way to design it. Therefore, design patterns. Double dispatch is a design pattern is the concept of dispatching the same function call to different concrete functions depending on the runtime types of two objects in that call. Basically what that means is, if I have a function that feeds an animal, but when I run that function, I won't be sure if the animal is a dog or cat or whatever. What sets this apart from basic polymorphism and virtual functions is that it's not just the type of the receiver animal, but the arguments the command sends to the receiver can be different as well. I can feed any animal any type of food I want, 
and the animal class has the logic to handle whatever food I send it. Like a cat could respond by gagging if I call cat.feed dog food. If you think this sounds a lot like the visitor pattern, that's because these patterns are basically the same to a novice programmer. Dan Ingalls invented the concept as he designed the first fully object-oriented software system, Smalltalk. This was so close to the visitor pattern, in fact, that the conference he submitted this definition to almost rejected it. The difference, however, lies in the dynamic response from the program. If the program can't statically compile and recognize the type of the object it's about to run this virtual function on, then in ancient programming languages, you would just crash. Now, this dispatching behavior is possible in common object-oriented languages, like C++, Java, or Python. This dispatching behavior was later extended into the concept of multiple dispatch, which doesn't just depend on the type of the receiver, but also depends on the type of the arguments or parameters. Imagine your programming language is dividing two numbers because the order matters. You are essentially calling a function divide on the dividend number with the divisor as an argument. Normally, the correct implementation is based on the dividend's type, the receiver's type in this case. That could be an integer, a floating point number, or even a matrix. If I'm dividing a float with an integer, I don't want to lose precision. That's where the implementation comes in. Dynamic dispatch, however, determines a correct implementation based on the receiver and the argument. In this example, it doesn't make much sense to have multiple dispatch because you would get the same result in division, but it can be very useful in certain cases that involve more complex systems or scenarios. And I know that may be hard to grasp, and honestly, most developers probably don't need systems that complicated to warrant multiple dispatch. Some languages, like C++, have the functionality but don't offer it by default since it lowers performance. In C++'s case, you'll have to use the virtual keyword on a method to activate it. Julia, however, is an example of a programming language that flaunts and promotes multiple dispatch, and can be satisfying for programmers that focus on code reuse. The Julia system lets you use methods defined from other programmers, but with your own custom functionality. I recommend this talk from JuliaCon, The Unreasonable Effectiveness of Multiple Dispatch, if you want to learn more about dispatching in general. I also have multiple links in the show notes for this episode. That whole segment is probably going to be the average depth I approach topics here on Double Dispatch. So if you're not interested, I completely understand. I'm hosting the show to help other people like me learn about computers. Oh, and this is why I named the show Double Dispatch. That's because the messenger, me, will probably get things wrong and need to be corrected by the receivers, you. Both of us will be messaging and receiving information. So even if Double Dispatch doesn't really mean that, I feel like it should mean that, you know? I'm sure you want to know what's next for Double Dispatch, so here are some topics I want to talk about on this podcast that I'm currently thinking of right now. This could change. I'm not promising anything, okay? I definitely want to talk about OpenAI's development of ChatGPT. They have a fascinating history going through different diffuse learning models and the current steps from GPT-3 to like instruct GPT and where we're at at chat GPT now, it's fascinating the differences and the way they train these models. So I'm definitely going to do a deep dive into that because I'm also writing at the same time for my cloud computing class, a final uh, summary paper on the uh, AI of open AI. So that may take a while because it's going to be very, very technical. Um, I also want to talk about deep learning concepts that'll probably relate to uh, text generation through OpenAI's, you know, diffusion models. Um, maybe something more in the realm of pictures or scanning objects or something like that. Cloud computing, 
computer agent simulations, stuff like doing simulations on um, viruses or pathogens and seeing how uh, constructed simulations respond. If you've ever seen that video from, uh, what's the guy's name? I should have wrote it in the show notes, but, uh, ooh, was it Yesterworld? No, it was Defunct Land, and he did an amazing episode on um, the fast pass system for disney parks oh my goodness and it's a super long video but if you skip to the end he does an amazing simulation and animation representing all of the data he does on trying to find if which fast pass system is the best for disney parks it's fascinating um so maybe something about that uh i like doing game development stuff especially godot there's definitely going to be godot a star pathfinding course um i'm probably going to put up some door fortress clone devlogs um as i'm working on my project if i make a cool innovation or just want to talk about something specific in the game that i'm excited to share i'll probably put it here um software design in general i'd love to go deeper into some software design patterns because i need to know these for my job so if you are interested in learning more about different things like the visitor pattern or the command pattern is my favorite personally um if you want to know more about that i'd love to hear um Software such as Blender for 3D modeling and animation. Love that program. I really should be doing some more stuff with that. So I'd love it if you forced me to do that. Um, video editing software, image editing software. Um, I'd love to maybe do a try and learn segment where I recommend my audience can learn a software together for the first time. Something like Krita or GIMP. I really feel like I should be better at GIMP because it's an amazing uh, open source free basically version of Photoshop. Um, but I currently just have Photoshop because my school had, gives me all the Adobe products for free. So I'm like, might as well. But I really want to learn that. So after I don't have connection to my Adobe account, I can use that. Um, ooh, I could talk about podcast architecture. Um, I'm currently hosting this completely by myself. I'm not using any like podcast hosting solutions. I have this running on a GitHub Pages site right now. And it's surprisingly easy to get it um, to spotify and apple itunes and those are the big two a bunch of the other ones like google podcasts and um uh i used to listen on uh what's the word i used to listen on overcast and overcast will just automatically connect feeds from spotify or apple so i could go into an episode on how you could make your own podcast uh that would be fun um go into web development i am a web developer uh by trade that is my current job is to do front end and back end web development web development, software management, um, a more tricky sort of business side of planning your software. Um, I took an amazing class talking about the different um, steps and tools you can use to manage software correctly. And I've used it a lot for my own projects. Um, and sometimes it can be helpful to have a task management software like ClickUp to help you do this. I'm hosting all of the um, podcast notes on ClickUp. So I really like using that uh, site I mean, tool. I'm not sure what you would call it. They call it the um, app to replace everything. So I'd love to go more into that and maybe recommend some people to try it. Um, oh, and of course, stuff you recommend. In the description, I'll be linking to the Discord for Double Dispatch. This is a place I want to discuss future ideas with, get feedback from you, and share amazing things we make with each other. Of course, if you just want to sit back and listen to what I have to say, go for it. I've added the podcast to Apple, Spotify, and even Google as podcasts now. Following and giving a good rating will share this podcast with other people and might even encourage them to become computer scientists. More is always better. If you want to have your questions answered on the podcast or recommend topics, you can email me at doubledispatchtalk at gmail.com. No spaces. 
That's doubledispatchtalk at gmail.com. No spaces. Also, I want to write medium articles on the topics I discuss and post resources I make on the YouTube channel for Double Dispatch. I've made one at youtube.com slash at symbol double dispatch YT. There's nothing on it right now, though, but I hope to maybe far into the future host live streams on it. If you made it this far, you must either know me in real life or think my voice is somewhat okay to listen to. Either way, thank you for listening, and I hope to see you next time.